Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Monday, June 22nd. And what do we got this week? We got some data on tap. We've got existing and new home sales. So that's going to be interesting to see. Seeing a lot of action in the real estate market, but in very odd ways. We're also going to get that second estimate of uh, GDP, first quarter GDP. I'm going to keep a special eye out on Friday. We've got personal income and spending. Mark, the savings rate as of that last personal income and spending report was over 30%. So I'm going to be very curious to see just how 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 much people are saving. So the savings rate was 33% in April. It was the highest on record. You may want to check out my blog post over the weekend called The Beauty of Cash, because as Mark knows, it is definitely my favorite asset class by far. Okay. If you have a financial question, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Askjill at jillonmoney.com. Okay. Let's do this. Let's go to Christopher. Uh, The last few years, my wife, who's 33, and I, 35, have maxed out our 401k contributions, and we've been motivated to continue saving and building wealth. Oh gosh, a few weeks ago, my wife was diagnosed with cancer with a very positive, optimistic prognosis where it's very possible she will live a normal length of life. Well, I'm so sorry about that diagnosis, but I'm glad to hear about the second part of that. My wife works as a respiratory therapist, and she heard a story where a patient was refused Medicare because of the amount of wealth they had in retirement, and we're going to be billed tens of thousands of dollars per month. Needless to say, that would eat up most people's nest egg. Okay, stand by. No, that's not true. That is not true. You will file for Medicare. The thing that is different is that if you have a lot of income, it can change what Medicare supplements cost for you. So it's not that you're going to be penalized in terms of your wealth. It's about income. That's number one. And the same thing is, you know, so this is one of the reasons we talk about why we want to try to avoid having pre-tax contributions because in retirement, when you're forced to pull money out of retirement accounts, it creates more income and that can change the cost of Medicare for you. Okay. Here's the, now let me go back to Christopher. As my wife and I continue to save for retirement, it makes us wonder if saving aggressively is the right thing to do. When we retire, we're more likely than most to have higher medical costs. Could we end up giving it all to the hospitals and none to our kids? No, that's not true. Okay. Is there a way to protect wealth? We anticipate having $4 million on our current bed. You know what you could do to help you with this problem? Use a Roth use a Roth. So if you and your wife have 401k Roth options, that's what I would choose. If you don't, then you could kind of rally, hopefully, your employers to do that. But 
I don't think that this is something you need to worry about in the way that you are actually worrying about it. You got bigger things on your mind. Anyway, I hope things go well for you guys, but don't, I, I would use a Roth if you can, and I would not make myself freaked out about this. Roz writes, I'm a longtime listener and I appreciate the daily podcast during the pandemic. Thank you and Mark for doing all of this. My question is about proxy votes. We receive mailings that want us to vote for various things. Most recently, a proxy mailing from Vanguard. We usually shred them. We don't give them another thought. My husband suggested we ask your opinion. Do you have any advice? Thank you, Roz. Roz, I'm supposed to tell you to vote your proxy because that's the responsible thing to do. But let's be honest. We all shred them. That's what we do because it's a pain in the neck and it's hard to know. So I guess if you cared and you wanted to educate yourself, you can do it. I wouldn't worry about it too much. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Randy writes, we love your show. We live in Denver and I, we have a home mortgage. I don't know who I, we is, but have, I have a home mortgage and investment property that we're looking to refinance. Oh, Mark and I were just talking about this. We owe $130,000 on each. Would we be better off taking cash to refi out of the rental property and paying off our home? So combined to one mortgage, is it a good idea? What would be the reason not to? Let's see. We make $195,000 a year, including rental income. The rental property is worth four hundred dollars Our home is worth $700,000. The current mortgage rates are four and a quarter and 6.75. Both have about 17 years left to pay. We can get a 15 year on the investment property at three and a half percent. We're 51 and 49. Wouldn't this help us out tremendously in tax savings? Would love to hear your thoughts. Oh, I have thoughts about this. Um, I think that it is good to maybe keep this separate. And the reason is that the rental property, the mortgage costs will not have any limitations at all um, and won't be subject to standard versus itemized deductions limitations that you could have. So uh, you'll be able to r- reduce your rental income by the mortgage amount. And I think that would be great. I don't know. Do you need to pay off your mortgage on your home? I definitely feel like you should refinance the rental property. I don't know whether you need to pay off your primary residence. What other money do you have? What is going on in your overall financial life? I don't know if you need to combine for one mortgage. What I do know is refi on the rental makes a ton of sense because rental properties have their own accounting, right? And, And you will not be subject to any limitations on the personal side. Okay. Cindy writes, I enjoy your podcast and I've enjoyed the daily COVID ones. This is a dumb question, but I don't know the answer. No dumb questions, Cindy. I have a Roth IRA. I want a dollar cost average, about 200 bucks a month. And I want to know, do I need to pick just one stock ETF to dollar cost average in once a month? Or is there a way to do small increments for the entire portfolio? There's a way to do small increments easily. You've got a Fidelity account. Yes, absolutely. Positively, you can pick a couple of different funds. I'm wondering, you say ETFs, but I'm just wondering, is there any reason why you just wouldn't use index funds? You know, you've got a Fidelity account. Fidelity has great index funds. Maybe you could do that. 
but yeah, you you don't have to pick one. You can do there are some funds that have minimums every month, but most of those minimums are pretty low at Fidelity. Uh, Cindy says, "Glad you are out and proud." So are we. Thanks again, Cindy. Okay, Cindy, out and proud. Happy Pride. Okay, here's the last question, which is, uh, uh, let me just say, who knows about this, but I'm going to read it because it's it, it's amusing. Marianne listens to, has listened to me on KMOX Radio in St. Louis, and she has a question regarding the dinar, D-I-N-A-R. Now, first I read it as dinner, which just tells you that I'm hungry right now. But I think that Marianne is asking about is the Iraqi currency, the dinar, the Iraqi dinar. Okay, so she goes on to write, we're retired and I'm anxious about our retirement finances. My husband has invested a significant amount in the dinar. For years, he has told me it's going to be released. Nothing happens. Can you tell me anything about it? He can never give me any details. Well, I don't know. I'll have a lot of details about this. Um, one Iraqi dinar is equal to 0.00084 US dollars. Okay. I have no idea what's going to happen, but um, if you could really understand just how volatile this bet is, you perhaps may have um, never let him do it to begin with. There are many people who believe that there have been investment scams in the Iraqi dinar. I, I don't know how he bought this. I don't know where he bought this. But what you can probably know is that whatever this is, it's either highly speculative or a scam. And chances are he's lost a ton of money on it. So that's about all I can give you for right now. Uh, stay away from the Iraqi dinar. That's what I would say to anyone else listening. Mark, that's something else, huh? Never know what you're going to get here at Jill on Money. Um, here's what you do know. We have a big week ahead of us, um, and I hope that you guys are all sort of getting back to your more normal routines. As you do, you know, of course, I've been reading a ton about how the virus spreads. I have some new things to say. I don't know if I want to make it part of the show close, but put your toilet seat down when you flush the toilet, especially in public because evidently that can actually cause COVID to spread. So shut the toilet lid, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let any of that stuff fly around. And of course, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your social distancing, do something nice for somebody, lift someone up today. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better, They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.